0: Hello, everyone. Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. Tonight, we are in our 21st season of Red Barn Radio, and we welcome you to show number 780. Matt Kozial is a Nashville-based songwriter who has collaborated with a host of super pros in the industry, from John Paul White and Charlie Worsham to Abby Anderson and Bray Kennedy, among others. As his friends and collaborators say, Matt has a great knack for pulling remarkable stories from peers to use as inspiration in the songwriting process. Of his work, Matt says, I make music to feel, to move, and to heal, not only people who hear it, but also myself. So while I have the chance to do it, I'll make sure every chord and every note has every last piece of me with it to give. Get ready for some beautiful songs and great conversation this evening on Red Barn Radio with Matt Kozio. leave
1: them chasing down a good time trying to break even trying to get by plants I don't need on never seen work out find a little freedom get a little hot. Last night, baby, I was on a red eye, flying through the dark night, thinking of you again. Maybe one day, like well, God, no doubt, I'll figure out things out.
2: And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com.
0: Matt Kozial from Nashville, Tennessee via Linden, New Jersey. As Matt says, his album Wild Horse tell the story of 10 years of his life. And it's a really captivating story, both for its honesty and and also the really positive outcomes born out of hard work and also a lot of self-care. It's such a pleasure and honor to have Matt here to sing his songs and share about what's going on in his life. Welcome back, Matt Koziol.
1: It's out of my hands and in my blood It's red in the ledger and I can't pay up This by the wicked, washed through the mud I Can't save my soul, by the flood It's just a matter of time. There ain't no stopping a setting song. Can't wash the sins from the hands that made me. Can't outrun runs in the family. Bury me. Crown of my fathers at my feet. Pray for mercy, but it won't come cheap. It's just a matter of time There ain't no stopping this set inside Can't watch the sins from the hands that made me Can't outrun runs in the family Runs in the family
0: I thought first though, doing a little sprint through your history of performing and playing and you know growing up as a guy out there playing. Like how far back do you want to go? Uh, I don't know, let's go back to when you started playing out with a band. How old were you? First time I ever played with a band,
3: I was in junior high school. We had this really bad band called Good Times. <laughs> and our 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 logo was a a thumbs down, you know. It was really awful. I mean, we thought we were cool. That was around 12. I was oh. getting into high school, and I had learned how to play guitar. And when I was 14, I had a music teacher named uh, Mrs. Lorenzetti. That her, that's her name now. And she was like, hey, you're pretty good at this. There's a thing at this local coffee shop uh, called Van Gogh's Ear, which is run by this wonderful woman named Sarah. And she's like, there's this open mic. You should go do it. I said, okay. I was 14 years old. I didn't really know what to think of it. And at the time, it was a, a a woman named Kathy who ran the cafe, and Sarah, who now owns it, her and her brother were employees there at 17 years old. So they are a little older than me, and Sarah to this day will tell you, she's like, I remember the first time you came in and you sang at the coffee shop, and we all just went, okay, when's he coming back? And she was like, you were 14. I played this open mic, and, it, and that was the thing that made me go, oh, I like this. I like what a guitar and a voice does to people. And uh, I remember my first paying gig was like two weeks after that at that coffee shop. They were like, cool, you played three songs. Play us an hour's worth of music. I was like, I'm 14. I don't have 10 (laughs) minutes worth of music. So I went and I played covers that I could conjure up. Beatles, James Taylor, Led Zeppelin, John Mayer, anything that I could think of at the time that I was like, oh, this would be cool. (laughs) So that was 14, and then as yeah. I got older, I got into a band in high school with some friends. And then I had always played out by myself, but we were in high school, we wanted to be in a band because that was a cool thing to do. Sure. Then I realized, I was like, no, I'm going to go write songs. I'm going to continue writing songs for me and just go and play them. So 17 to, 17 to as you look at me now, it's been, uh-huh. I haven't really stopped, you know? I, there was a brief period of time where I just wanted to be a writer because I had tried playing in my early 20s to be like a, a artist, and it was... Different. Everybody wanted you to be something, and I didn't really know who I was at the time. Uh, so, like through my twenties, I would play a lot in Los Angeles. I would tour. I would go to Massachusetts. I'd go to. Um, I would play the Northeast. I'd go to Chicago. I'd pack up in a truck and go to Nashville. and By I would yourself. Fly. Uh, sometimes by myself. A lot of times by myself, and sometimes with different band members. Um, there was one consistent bar I'd play at, which is kind of how I made my money to do all my traveling. Uh, it was a bar called Butch Coles, and I still go there when I go home. It's the same bar, same in people. It's in a town called Rawway, which is right next door. I know the owner well. I know all the people that go there. I know the bartenders still, and they all remember me playing at that bar every Thursday night in a blues trio playing B.B. King covers or playing my songs and, you know, figuring out how to, how to drink a little too much and play a little too loud. You know, uh-huh. um, and they watched me do that for years, and that's kind of how I made money. And then I would go and do these tours where I'd find these little venues and towns, whether it be Chicago or Nashville. Or then I would go to Los Angeles and start playing there and writing for the first time with other people. Uh, and that was around like 21.
1: It's kind of overrated sleeping next to someone mm. else. Spent too many weekends Feeling sorry for myself I've been drunk, I've been down But I'm finally putting heartbreak on shelf. I've been down for the count I was mixed up running around But now I walk slowly On my own feet Somewhere on the bedside slowly on my own feet somewhere
3: When I moved to Nashville, I was 27. I'm 34 now. I'd already had this seven plus years of traveling under my belt trying to be an artist. It didn't click where I wanted it to. And I always said it was, you know, I was living in New Jersey. I think Bruce Springsteen says it best. It's like, you're living in no man's land. You gotta get out. As much as I I loved the state, I knew there was a place that I needed to go that would let me do what I wanted to do. And uh, Nashville was always it. I'd always traveled through and I saw what people were doing there. I said, this looks right. And it was different than Nashville now. You know, Nashville's grown so much, but at that time it was like, this was the one place that I could look at it as a real job. So when I left at 27, I moved there. And I just said I wanted to be a writer. I didn't want to be an artist because I had tried. And I kind of just said, I want to have a guitar in my hand for work every day. But I don't know if you know being back out on the road or having that stress of trying to be an artist is, is in me anymore. And I had a good couple of years where that's all I did. I just wrote. I played for artists. My friend Bree, I played on different records for other friends who were signed. and. I had always loved it because I didn't have to be in the forefront. I didn't have to be the guy singing. Um, and every once in a while, I would, like, surprise people and be like, hey, I'm going to play a show, and people would show up and be like, why don't you do this all the time? And I said, well, when the time's right. I said, I'll wait my turn. And I remember saying that to somebody. I said, I'll wait my turn when it's my turn again. Maybe a year and a half ago, I had done a record with my buddy Matt Odemark, who's my producer. He's part of a band called Jars of Clay. Uh-huh. And we had just met through our publishing companies. We did this record kind of just for fun no thought behind it, and it got into hands of people who really believed in it, and I said, oh no, what did I do? And as soon as I started playing out in front of people and singing again, I remembered why I did it in the first place. I remembered why I loved that coffee shop at 14 or why I loved Butch Coles at 21, where I would just go, you know, drink bourbon and sing for people. Enough time away gave me the right sense to go like, you should probably do this again.
1: I had a daydream Walking through a field and All I can think of lately Is finding something that's real so I work all day and I pray and work all day and I pray And I pray and work all day Thinking back on a young boy down it cracked and broke like the soul of a man. Work all day and I pray. Work all day. I pray, pray work out day. Well, I love the woman, my heart and joy. She left the shirt, but she gave me a sweet baby boy. All day and I pray, work all day. And I pray and I pray, work all day. There ain't no reason to doubt it. Maybe it's time just to turn around and walk away. No easy way to feel right about it. But either way, I got along. of these days I turn around and walk away. I pray, I work all day, and I pray, I pray. I and I pray, and work all day, and I pray, and I pray, and I work all day, and I pray, and I pray, I work all day, hey. work all day. And I pray, and I pray, and I work all day.
0: On the songwriting front, if you're a songwriter, do you need to have a kind of voice like you have to Mm. carry the message of the song that you write?
3: You know what's funny is, and I've had other friends have this problem. Most people think that Having this big voice to carry the song is usually what gets people to want to sing your songs. And I've found that it became more of a detriment than it became a, an asset for me. And I've had other friends have this problem, too, where they're great singers and they're, and they're very talented. And their voices would be on these demos and people would hear the demos and go, I don't want to sing that. They sound great singing that. Uh-huh. And I heard that more often than most. Where people like, well, you sound great singing this song. You should put it out. I said, but I'm not an artist. I'm just a writer. My publisher currently, a good friend Katie, looked at me one day and she said, sure, you're just a writer. And I was like, no, really, this is just kind of what I want to do to kind of, I want to live pretty simple. I want to live quiet and just write songs out of finding things out about people. Because I really have that love, too, of finding stories like my dad and making friends with a new stranger every day. I heard it enough that people went, you should probably put this out, that I started to go, okay listen to what people are saying stop fighting it and just do it the people that heard it that have been part of you know getting me back to doing this have been the greatest people I could ask for to work with especially at 34 not knowing if I would do this again you know you figure what I talked to a friend of mine on the phone the other day and I said I've been playing live music for people for 20 years and I said that's really weird and he goes yeah you're old and I said thanks you know (laughs) I know I'm not old but I was just like you know I looked at my hands and I was like, you've been playing strings for 20 years. I, you don't know what else to do.
1: Staring at the old front seat This picture there of you next to me Man, I burned that stuff and left it in the street This is how I used to be I bought cigarettes Cause you hate it when I smoke It was a nicotine That held me by the throat Took my first free breath As you drove on down the road That's how this story goes For old wildfire Dancing on a live wire Trying to find a flame of getting cold Spent a long time Loving from the wrong side Picking up the pieces You were never meant to hold It's a slow burn letting go These were excuses that you The bar was so much better than our bed I did my time and now I'm on parole You don't need
3: So the songwriting thing, it's tough. It's like I always wanted people to sing my songs, but they always told me, not that the better demos were me singing them, but they were just like, you convey this the right way, uh-huh. you should just sing it. And that was always the hardest part about trying to have someone else sing the song. Is, so that eventually I was like, hey, somebody else sing it. You know, I'd be in a room and I'd be like, somebody else sing the song. Go, no, you sing it because we love your voice. And I said, but I, we need to make money and we need to get this song cut, so please someone else sing the song.
0: But it seems to me that the majority of the songs you've been singing tonight, you've referenced as collaborations.
3: My love from the road was one I wrote on my own. There's a song coming up called House to Build a Home I Wrote on My Own. And it's funny. It's like I wrote so many years and so many songs that I still have deep in the vault that, you know, even my label hasn't heard yet and uh-huh. some of them I won't let anybody hear. There's maybe one person who's heard them, and I said, don't share that link with anybody. We're going through songs for this new record, and I, you know they were like, do you have songs written? I said, I've got a folder of about 40, 50 songs, and I've got like three more I need to add to it. I would go into these writing sessions kind of hoping that we would write something that would be for somebody else, and then uh-huh. if I really liked it, I would just kind of stay quiet about it, and i go, I'll just put that in my pocket. <laughs> and I'll wait. <laughs> or if, if you heard me cut a demo of it intentionally without anybody asking, it's because I really liked
1: it. Like well, are you sure you're ready for it? Because right now Yeah. Can you love me broken Under the weight of it all Everything feels heavy Will you keep fine.
2: With more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, Southern style. We'll be right back.
1: Wait of it all, everything feels heavy. We Keep on.
2: Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, Southern style.
1: Don't it make you cry. No more questions when the timing's right. And then I say those three words, and I'll try not to hesitate. Leave a little of your heart with me In the door just like a second key I'll make sure the light stays on Even when I fall apart Leave a little of your heart You've been quiet Going through your head. Well, I'm on the couch while you sleep in bed. And I know you've made mistakes. Well, Trusting those that don't look you in the eye. I'm not that guy. Leave a little of your heart with me And the door just like a second key I'll make sure the light stays on Even when I fall apart Leave a little of your heart with me And I'll hold it till you call if you ever change your mind, keep a peace of mind, leave a little of your heart. cry No more questions when the timing's right You lift a little of your heart to me in the door just like a second key And I make sure the light stays on even when I fall apart I with me. And I'll hold it till you call on. And if you ever change your oh mind, you can keep peace of mind. Leave a little of your heart.
0: your brother your only sibling
3: yeah we are three years apart uh
0: jonathan and um
3: it's funny we couldn't be any more different but i think when it comes down to uh just who we are we're we're the same person you know we we can bicker and we can fight but it's you know he's my brother and we have complete different interests he never left the house stayed on the computer he works in it and i you know grab bourbon bottles and play guitar for a living. So uh-huh. was, we were just completely different people, but he is probably the smarter half of who I am. <laughs> you know, I, I guess,
0: I don't know. He'll appreciate me saying that, and he'll see that, and he'll go, yeah, I am, that's right. Uh-huh. You know? So he's an IT guy, but does he like music and like listening to...
3: He loves music. He. Uh, it's funny because when I was a kid, he had this great CD collection of, like, 90s alternative bands. My first love was Elvis, and then I listened to everything from... Motown to like late 90s pop I had the Backstreet Boys on CD I'm not afraid to say it you know Uh it was was just part of what I heard and then but for him he had like Matchbox 20 he had Everclear Uh he had uh, the Goo Goo Dolls and I would hear these records coming from his room and then he'd hear this stuff coming from my room and he'd be like "Ah, no just you come in to hear Uh, both my parents have a huge love for music but my brother is definitely one of those sometimes I forget that he listens to music but I'll go home and he'll be like, hey, that song you put out, uh, I like that one. And I go, thanks. So it just reminds me that he's listening, which is kind of cool. Ha. Huh. Yeah.
1: You hop along to the front door and I get back home Just not as fast as you used to Got a little more white in your beard Little more wrinkle in your ear, but it's still good for the soul to be here with you. We lost Cody back in 06, Muggsy in the seventh grade, and I've known you since I was just a kid. But the two of us are starting to show our age So come on and save with me a little while Put another log on the fire It's one of these days no we won't get to So how about tonight it's just me and you What am I gonna do when you're gone You're the last of the old dogs. girlfriends come and go and lick my face on graduation day you sat in my suitcase it's packed up all my things Then you howled while I pulled out of the driveway come on see save me a little while I'll put another love on the fire these days, no, we won't get to it. So how about tonight, it's just me and you What am I gonna do when you're gone You're the last of the old dogs. Keeping my and dad company all these years. But it ain't gonna feel like home to me when you ain't here. So come on and sit with me in a little while. Put another log on the fire. One of these days, no, we won't get to. So how about tonight? It's just me and you. What am I gonna? You're gone, you're the last of the old dogs. Look at us, still hanging on, we're the last of the old dogs.
3: Last of the Old Dogs, we wrote, like I said, my buddy Steve and this guy Andy and i looked at them immediately i was like i can't have anybody else sing that song because it means too much and it's the lyrics are too personal there's some of them like the one i sang called you better run it's just fun it's a it's a nonsense song about something i don't know much about it, it wasn't a non-fiction story it was just
0: was this the one you wrote with the guy while you guys were cooking dinner? while we were right, cooking dinner right, right? yeah he uh uh-huh. and
3: we just we kind of wanted to write this like mountain bluegrass song about nonsense about some run away, and now his child is the same as who he is. Neither of us had experienced that, but we're like, sometimes you hear some older bluegrass music, and you're like, there's no way this person lived that. That's just a story that maybe they heard, and they wrote a song about it, and I said, well, let's do that, that'll be fun. Some of the songs on the new record are ones that I've just written by myself. And The best part about music for me is whether I'm sitting as a listener and somebody who's just a fan, or I'm the person who's either helping writing or writing it by myself is that there's always the safety in numbers, right? There's the idea that everything I have felt, I have felt my own version of. There's been somebody else who's felt this before me, and there will be somebody after me who feels this. And when I meet someone who at the same time has had the same story and the same feeling, it might not be the same situation, but we both have that same feeling, that guttural feeling of like, hey, I'm a little angry, or hey, I'm nervous that I'm getting into this thing and I don't know if they can handle it. And I hope that they can. And you get to share that time, four or five hours with somebody and and realize that you are not the only person who feels that that day. It's the greatest safety in numbers to have a song that you can go, yeah, I'm not alone. And it makes it easier to sing. It makes it easier for me to sing a song that I know I'm instantly not the only person. And even if it's a song I've written, My love from the road. I'm not the only uncle out there. I'm not the only person who moved away from home. But I knew the first time I sang it live and someone came up to me and said, Hey, I've been traveling my entire life for work. And I've watched my nephews and nieces grow up. And I have never had a way to say that before. Thank you. Mm. And it made me realize that whether I'm writing it alone or writing with somebody, having that instant safety in numbers, it makes me wake up the next day and go, I'm going to do it again. Because I have something else that I've felt that I know somebody else has felt, and they haven't heard it that way. And that's what I always loved about songs that moved me as a kid. It was just the instant feeling of, man, somebody understood me before I understood myself.
1: Well, if you fall, just get back up. Don't ever say you're giving up. Try your best to learn from each mistake. If a little boy could push you around. Just use your words and turn around And if he hits you first Well aim right for his face Don't let a girl go break your heart if you're ever feeling lost I want to tell you where to start Watch your daddy's hands to help you grow. Try to keep your mother's soul. Let your grandma hug you till you're old. Listen to your grandpa's favorite time. He's the one who gave me mine. And I hope one day you hear the song I wrote. Sending all my love from the afraid to be yourself Boy, they'll say you're something else Travel all places You never knew that you could go So live out loud and live it wild Live like you're going out of style On the run on the song You ever need to know So watch your daddy's hands to help you grow Try to keep grandma hug you to your old. listen to your grandpa's favorite time he's the one who gave me mine and I hope one day hear the song I wrote sending all my love from the you find a love to call you wrong Do yourself some good, don't let it go or Take it from me, kid, I'm someone who would know Just watch your daddy's hands to help you grow Try to keep your mother's soul Let your grandma hug you to your own Listen to your grandpa's favorite time He's the one who gave me mine And I hope one day be the song I wrote Sending all my love from the road Sending all my love from the road
0: You have some nostalgia for the place where you grew up and, oh, yeah. and the people who raised you. You know, I grew up in the
3: tri-state area, which is always a big surprise to people. They see me and they go, there's no way. And I go, no, I promise I'm from there. And I grew up with 40,000 people in my hometown. I think there were 1,200 kids in my graduating class alone. It was a big city, you know, and we had neighbors. Yeah. I could hear their phones ring that's how close we were but as big of a town as it is and as much as I've traveled it is as small as every other town in the world you know we knew everybody that lived there everybody who had been there had been there for generations and as much as I said I didn't like it as a kid and I was like oh it's just my hometown like everybody does when you leave it you grow this great fondness for it and I realized how hard people worked and how true they were and how traditions set so hard in their lifestyle and It's a lot of what I talk about when I sing and a lot of what I try to live. There's a lot of stuff you just can't run from. And I've had a lot of conversations with some good friends. And we go, sometimes it's just in your blood and your bones to be that way. When you come across people who are just so loose about where they're from, and they say, oh, I'm from everywhere. And I go, that's cool, but where are you from? There's a story behind where you're from. And talking about Linden has always been one of those things I never wanted to be ashamed about. Because some people would say, well, well, I'm from New York. I said, no, you're not. You're from New Jersey and you're from Linden. Because it was easier to say you're from New York. It was just the nearest sure. big city, or the nearest biggest city, I guess. For me, it was like no, I just I never wanted to say I wasn't from there. There's just so much love and and history and and upbringing there that I can't. You know, I'm never gonna run away from it. It's the only reason I got to do what I do or be who I am. So. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, my whole family's there. My mother, father, grandmother. She's ninety three. She'll kill me for saying that on some sort of platform. (laughs) My brother and my sister-in-law live in my father's old house, the one my grandfather built in 1960. Uh, My parents have been in the same house, I think, since 1984. There's a house built in 1907. All my family is from the area, whether it's been Newark or Elizabeth, and then I have extended family that all lives in New Jersey, and some maybe one or two that moved away. I'm the only one that I know of other than maybe two uncles who I've never met who moved out of New Jersey. And... My grandfather was a huge traveler. He would take my dad and my grandmother. He was an only child, but they would take cross-country drives, and he would want to see everything. Aww. And uh, and then I have uncles on another side of the family who are truck drivers. So we kind of, like, everybody kind of understood that I could be in a car for 14 hours, and it doesn't phase me. There's so much to see, and by the time I was 25, I'd already been to Montana, been to California a handful of times. I'd seen <clears> deserts, <throat> and I'd seen all these things that... My dad would be on Google Maps trying to find out where I was. And I'll never forget, and I feel like I'm long-winded into this story, but there was a road I was on in Arizona, and I was going towards a mountain that looked like it was made out of pebbles. And my dad called, and he said, what road are you on? And I told him I couldn't I couldn't remember what it was now. And we had just passed this little lighthouse made out of pebbles. It looked like a lighthouse. And he goes, are you passing this mountain that kind of looks like small rocks? And I said, yeah. He goes, Is there like a little lighthouse at the top of that mountain? Oh, come on. I said, Dad, we passed that a mile ago. He goes, I remember that from when I was 12. I said, there's no way you remember this. (laughs) So to see the things that like, for me, traveling has always been this weird connection to me and my grandfather that we never got to talk about. When I was on these highways going through the country, I was like, my dad's been here. My grandfather's been here. My grandmother's been here. Now it's my turn. And eventually I'll get to pass on that traveling.
1: I've got demons And i got dreams To take away the night And I've got troubles Even though I couldn't fight it Takes my heart out Be the last man left in sight Before I lose it Before I give it to time you've been here all this time See me at my best Call me in the morning tell me you love me best I don't know about the rest of my life All I want is something old Want a love like yours and a child of ours A house to build a home Oh, I'm trying, yes You seem to try my very best To follow footsteps Ones my father never guessed Oh, and it takes my heart out yeah. I don't know about the rest of my life I'm gonna want something old won't look like yours and a child of ours a house to build a home. Sometimes when I drive off the road, grab the wheel and hold on babe something I was told. All you need for the rest of your life is what you find and what you hold. That's a love like hers and a child of God, a house to build a home.
2: Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps.
0: There are so many people to thank for our program. First, Matt Cozyall, our guest on tonight's program. We're ever grateful for our volunteers and staff who make our production happen so beautifully each week. We want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on social media, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn Stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Now, before we close out tonight's program, I hope we can get Matt to come back and do one more for us. All right. Matt Koziel.
1: Never left my side. Follow me to church on Sunday, woman. Won't you take your time? Well, it's a hard time telling. Pretty woman ago When she lays her lips on me I try to tell her no and no of a woman They're a curious thing Yeah When you look a little closer You will see She's calling mean And hard. Time. Yeah. That's the reason you're alone. That's the reason you're alone.
2: Red Barn Radio. Roots music, Southern style the best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world.